guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, hey, and welcome to Connections Coffee and Confidence. Today's episode is based off of a talk I gave in my Facebook group, Connections Coffee and Confidence Community. Like most private groups, I have qualifying questions people must answer before joining the group. It's for women who own a business and want to network and learn about communications. And if that's you, look us up. So many of my members indicate that they want to learn about networking, about making connections. Okay, as a side note, I was once told that I would quickly run out of material for a podcast. I find material everywhere. And I don't think this person took into consideration the most basic ways of making connections and serving an audience. Ask what they're interested in, where you can help. If you ask the question, you'll get answers. It's up to you to ask and then act on the information you receive. So anyhow, it felt like a good time to discuss networking as the world is shifting again from closed up tight to slowly or rapidly opening depending on where you are and your personal circumstances. Things are changing, but what doesn't change is the need to connect with others. So that's today's episode. Hi, I'm Janice Fogarty, and I'm a communications strategist and consultant. The Connections Coffee Confidence Podcast is for professional women entrepreneurs who have established themselves and their business, and they're ready to get serious about using the power of communication to surpass their business goals. On this podcast, I discuss everything from leadership to establishing a business vision to the intricacies of creating messaging, publicity, and more. I speak to women who excel in communications in their business, whatever they do and get an inside look at how they created a thriving livelihood. So top up your mug and welcome to this week's episode. When I asked why people network, I got lots of lovely fuzzy answers, like wanting community and community support. 
to learn from different people, to find mentors. And I love those ideas. I love how my group members are so open to learning from each other, to having each other's backs and supporting them through their individual journeys. However, what I concluded from these answers is that we need a perspective shift. As I mentioned, my group is for women business owners, women who run at least one business. And what does every business need to stay alive? Customers. Not one of my group members said they network to find customers or clients. And yet, I would say that's one of my top reasons to network. Maybe it's because at the time of recording, I've moved to a completely new province and need to establish myself as a business and an expert. But I would argue that we all need to do this on a regular basis. And whether we realize it or not, we are networking all the time. Note that I said I need to establish myself as an expert. Well, that's also a perspective shift we need. As women, we are eager to learn from each other and support each other, but how are we learning when no one sees themselves as, quote, the expert enough to step up and teach? Did that idea land like a lead balloon? When I said that, did it feel uncomfortable or come as a surprise? Because let me tell you, it hit me pretty hard when I realized it. Our group is full of amazing women from all over the world who run some pretty phenomenal businesses and not one of them saw networking as an opportunity to show their stuff. And I don't think that's special to our group. I've linked a great article from The Atlantic called The Confidence Gap in my show notes. It examines this phenomenon much better than I ever could here. And it goes just outside of today's topic of networking, except to say that this is another area where we can use a perspective shift. We are just as expert, often more so, than the experts we see more regularly and flock to learn from. So from a professional and personal perspective, networking and creating community is so integral to our well-being, to our growth and sustainability. But how do we do it? How do we do it in a global pandemic? How do we network when we're scared or unable to leave the house? Or we don't live where our prospective clients or even our friends live? Well, it shouldn't surprise you. I see loads of opportunities for us. One option is to use a formal networking organization. There are international clubs and groups such as the Lions Club, Rotary International, Women in Business, and more. Do you remember episode three? It was my first interview on the podcast, and it was with Karen Howley, an immigration lawyer and an Irish woman living in Alberta. Karen's a prime example of someone who has used a formal networking organization to her great advantage. And if you listen back, it's linked in the show notes. She's a member of Business Networking International, or BNI, as it's more commonly known. These formal organizations are typically focused on members getting to know each other and then referring business to each other. Sometimes they're all about providing acts of service for their community, and sometimes it's purely for business. But if you Google networking organizations, you'll be sure to find something close to you that fits your bill. And don't forget to look really locally as well. Sometimes you don't need to look any further than your local chamber of commerce or whatever your region calls that type of organization. 
they can be amazing resources for a community's movers and shakers. There are also slightly less formal places to look for networking. For example, my own Facebook group, or about many of the groups you've joined in the last year or so. While there may be formal questions to answer to ensure you're a good fit for the group, once you're in, there probably isn't any call for public speaking or attending and participating in lives or whatever. You're there to contribute as and when relevant, not on schedule. So those places might be obvious to you. After all, they often have networking in their title or in their description. But this is where the perspective shift needs to come in. Many of us have signed up for an online course or done a challenge. Free or paid, doesn't matter. And you've ended up in some sort of a Facebook group as a result. Well, those places might not have networking in the title, but they are tailor-made for you to keep an eye out and look for opportunities to connect with other members. Same with groups where you participate due to your hobby or interest. Maybe you or your kids are involved in sports or 4-H or you take painting classes. I don't know. What I do know is that while you're in those places, you're connecting with people you have something in common with. It's up to you to strike up the conversations and look for ways to forge relationships, to offer your services or connect the people you meet with others that you know. You might be there for fun or because you have to be, but there's no reason you can't intentionally make connections. You just need to be open to it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. 
Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. While I'm talking about things like community sports, let's not forget the old school methods of networking, such as volunteering. I personally love this option because I tend to be rather shy in many situations, but when volunteering, I have a job. And I'm good with doing a job. It means someone's in charge of showing me what I need to do and introducing me to others. And I have a valid reason to approach others and ask questions, strike up a conversation. I often find that the people who volunteer at events are the kind of people who are well-known and usually loved in their communities. They're interested in referring others to like-minded people. In other words, they're exactly the kind of people you would be lucky in so many ways to know. Plus, I spent many years as an events manager, and it's nice to be involved in events again without the stress and responsibility of running the show. Something that's quite important when it comes to choosing a way to network is to fit the activity within your personality and your strengths. If you join a group that's involved in mentoring youth and you hate kids, well, you aren't likely to be at your best self if and when you show up. The most renowned groups tend to have some sort of service activity at their core. BNI's motto is giver's gain, meaning you get the most when you give the most, for example. So look at them and see where the group's activity, your comfort level, and your target market all collide. That's your sweet spot. That's where you'll show up with a happy heart and show your wondrousness to everyone else. It doesn't have to be all about business, but you need to be happy to be involved. Now, I know, I just so casually said a minute ago that it's up to you to strike up a conversation and look for ways to forge a relationship. Sounds so easy, when really, it can be so difficult. Once upon a time, we could whip out a business card and hand it over. It would have a little tagline of some sort to explain what you do, plus it would have a job title and a company name. All the necessary information was there in something concrete for the person to tuck away and remember you by. But let me ask, do you have a business card? Hmm. Irrespective, I recommend you have an elevator pitch. A way to briefly express what you do in a way that the other person understands and can somewhat remember. In fact, I did a whole episode on it, episode 14, and I'll link to that in the show notes. I love how my group members were so open to networking for personal growth, but I really want to challenge them and you to be open to those opportunities to make connections and nurture relationships wherever they may present themselves. Let's be open to all chances to grow our businesses as without new clients or customers, we place our business success in jeopardy. And when we look at networking as being critical to our business success, it becomes a critical activity for us to undertake. When I asked my group what stopped them from networking, I got a lot of crickets. I know people saw the question. You know how Facebook shows how many people see a post? Many saw the post, but I only had two answers and they boiled down to time. On which I call nonsense. Networking can be uncomfortable. 
like really uncomfortable. Hands sweating. Never have I ever been so glad of an opportunity to not shake hands with people. And word fumbling. And please tell me this isn't just my experience. Well, what has made it easier for me has been a combination of things. Practice being one. Same with everything else, right? When you do something repeatedly, you get better. Malcolm Gladwell talks about needing 10,000 hours to become really good at something in his book Outliers. But by no means am I suggesting that you go network for that long. But more than once or twice a decade is better. I think the main thing that gets us motivated to network and connect is when we do recognize and accept it as a critical part of our business, because then we simply prioritize it. It becomes something we must do, and like everything else we prioritize, we schedule it in and we just do it. That's one reason why formal groups are so good, by the way. They have set times, and you can schedule it in weeks or even months in advance. The pressure is off for you to organize it. When you're networking online, it's super easy to lose track of time and purpose. But I like Zoe McKeown's trick. She's the Facebook community manager that I interviewed in episode 33. And with a title like that, she's my go-to expert when it comes to managing my time online. She does 30 minutes a day, split between the morning and the afternoon to check in on conversations and people. Efficient and easy to manage. 30 minutes a day. So when I think about networking, I do see opportunities for us as business owners to grow our business, to grow our communities and our sphere of influence. I think it's time for you to start looking at networking that way too. You can use the the formal or the informal route. And I urge you, keep open to opportunities that pop up no matter where they come from. But it's also up to you to prioritize networking as a vital aspect of your business growth. If we don't get new clients, we limit our abilities to grow. And don't even start me on the amazing benefits for your reputation as a good company, a good person, and an expert in your field. Practice makes perfect. And try to have some fun while you're doing it, okay? Now, as I mentioned in the intro, I ask my Facebook audience. I regularly ask my email subscribers, and now I'll ask you. If there's something you're interested in learning more about with regards to strategic communications or business management, please pop me an email at janice at janicefogarty.com. I'd love to help out. Until next week, my friend. Thanks so much for listening this week. I invite you to sign up for my email list or join me in the Connections Coffee and Confidence community on Facebook. Those are the people who get first dibs on any classes or products I create and they benefit from the extras I can't get into in a podcast format. I also lovingly request that if you've enjoyed this podcast, you leave a review on Apple. When I see a new review, I get so excited I almost spill my cappuccino froth. Almost. And if you're a woman entrepreneur who's ready to get serious about using the power of communications to grow your business, send me an email at Janice at JaniceFogarty.com. All my details are in the show notes. Thank you again for listening today, and I'll chat with you again next week.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.